Welcome to the KLE Podcast with your host, Sean Smith. Encouraging and equipping leaders with a kingdom mindset to inspire, to influence, and to impact your culture where you are every single day. And now for today's episode. We are the fathers. We are the nurturing fathers. We've been talking about fathers all this week. And I'm continuing with some more on these important people in our lives. Now, understand, I'm, I'm specifically directing this towards uh, the male side or men, but this in, is inclusive as far as moms and dads are concerned, as you will see. I'm reading today from 1 John chapter 2. And I want you to see this in the Amplified Version of 1 John chapter 2 and verse 12. It says, I'm writing to you, little children, believers, dear ones. So this is just a term of endearment. Because your sins have been forgiven you for his name's sake. For you have been pardoned and released from spiritual debt through his name. Because you have confessed his name, believing in him as Savior. So the first stage or the first generation that we have in the body of Christ, or we should have in the family of God, is these little believers, these um, newborns, these babies, these uh, napios is the word. It means these that are still needing nurturing. And uh, he says, these are the ones that have been forgiven from of their sins for his name's sake, pardoned, released from spiritual debt through his name, because they have confessed his name, believing in him as Savior. They've not, they've not had to prove anything, they've not accomplished anything, they've not, uh, they don't haven't done anything, but yet they are part of the family of God. But then he goes on to say in verse 13, I'm writing to you, fathers, and this is the amplified definition of fathers, those believers who are spiritually mature. I love the, I think it's the Message Bible or the, um, let's see which one it is. Uh, It's the Passion Translation. says this, uh, I write these things, fathers and mothers. I write these things, fathers and mothers. And I really believe that. I really believe that it's the moms and dads in the house that bring that maturity. The Message Bible talks about, I write to you, um, veterans. (laughs) And it goes on to say, I write to you, fathers and mothers in this case, those believers who are spiritually mature. In other words, they've got character, they've got maturity, they've grown up, they don't display these childish tendencies, they're not moved by every whim, they they know the Well, this is what he goes on to say, because you know him who has existed from the beginning. You know him who has existed from the beginning. The Message Bible, of course, says, because you have had a true relationship with him who is from the beginning. And uh, the Message Bible says, um, you veterans know the one who started it all or who is the author of it all. And then he goes on from there. So he's very short and sweet on that one. But I love the Amplified Version talking about the spiritually mature, the spiritually mature. And this is like a generation that we 
need in the family of God, in the church, in the community, you know, church not being uh, the building or the institution, the organization or the denomination, but the church being the community of believers that get together, ecclesia. That's what they are, called out ones to be a new community or a new colony or a new um, what's the other word? Um, culture to develop their own culture. Well, it's not their own culture. Of course, it's the kingdom of God culture. But in the midst of them, there should be these moms and dads, these fathers, and I'm specifically talking about fathers and moms, but I'm talking about fathers. So my question is, where are the nurturing fathers? The problem is, is that we've got children in the pulpit Children leading children. Children can never raise fathers. Children will always be keeping the children children because they've never grown up themselves. As a leader, and we've been discussing that as a leader, you've got to get the heart of the father. You see, when you're talking about fathers, those believers are spiritually mature. Spiritually mature is not just, it's not just the you know, positions and titles and knowledge. It's about being able to reflect and represent the Father in what you do. We see this of Jesus in um, Hebrews chapter 1. It talks about that He is the one that could represent the Father's nature and reflect His nature in everything that He did. That's true maturity. As a weos, the word is weos there, um, talking about mature sons or grown-up sons uh, or uh, fully developed sons. They are the ones that can reflect the father in everything that they do. So where are the fathers and the moms, the mature ones in the body of Christ, who can represent and reflect the father to the other generations? There are so few of them that are actually have the ability to nurture, to actually begin to develop these these um, little ones, the the napios, and the younger men who are the the going to war ones. Where are the maturity? The problem is, is that we say, well, unless you're in the ministry, you can't do anything. So unless you're full-time, you're not. Unless you've got a title of a pastor, you're not. Unless you are a prophet, a bishop, you're not. And that's where we make the big mistake. We actually are serving an injustice to the body of Christ, to the family of God, because we haven't included, we haven't allowed, we haven't developed, we haven't allowed these mature ones to grow up and be there to impart to the next generation, not to be everything. You know, I'm talking about, you see, that's the thing is we think only spiritual fathers, you know, the ones who, who have the great revelation, who tell everybody what to do and what they've got to be. And, you know, the celebrity people, they are the spiritual fathers. The ones who are successful, they are the fathers, you know. And and I, that, that is my spiritual father. And, of course, here we go backwards and forwards. These are my spiritual sons. That's not what he's talking about. He's talking about these people, these mature ones, these veterans that can actually represent and reflect the father to those around them. 
they bring that character, they bring that nature, that integrity, they bring the heart, the nature of the father and show that to the to, to the young ones around. And this is what nurtures them then into maturity, not because they're lorded over them, not because they are greater than, have a greater insight, more spiritual. They just spiritually mature. Everybody's spiritual. Some just learn to develop and some don't. So really what I want to ask you is where are the fathers, where are the nurturing dads and where are the nurturing moms i put that in brackets as well as where are you know it's like we we think we've got to develop some kind of ministry you know we've got to be some kind of you know we have to develop some kind of ministry we can't just be mature and the problem is is that we in the body of christ we've created that kind of impression it you have to be a prophesying prophet you have to being apostolizing apostle you have to be an elder you have to be a pastor you have to be a pastor i mean you know otherwise you're not spiritually mature and this is ridiculous because what we've done is we've created a vacuum of fathers the world desperately needs these and this generation in the body of christ they in 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 the kingdom of God culture that we have as family, they need to find that. They're not looking for ministers. They're not looking for super celebrity leaders. Oh, they gravitate to that because of the gifting. They gravitate to that because of their influence. But what they need are fathers. The thing that I cried for the most when I was a young believer was a father. And all I got was a teacher, you know, and, and I wanted a father. It just where are the mature? I I went from man to man in the in the body of Christ, and they were all oppressed and so pressed, uh, suppressed, so that they couldn't be fathers. They had to tag along with the, you know, the great one in the in the in the ministry. Now I'm not trying to be critical. I'm just trying to bring a leveling. I'm just trying to re reshape our thinking and say we've got to give room for these nurturing fathers simply because this generation is looking for it. They are fatherless. They are, you know, parentless in many cases. They have parents. They might have fathers, but non-engaged, non-present, non-available uh, kind of situation. And definitely, you know, nobody there to impart into their life. They're running around. This generation is running around being sucked into all kinds of influences, uh, influences, um, as people that have a great message, can shout louder than anybody else, um, you know, have chosen a path and a, and a conviction, and this is what people get sucked into. And the body of Christ, all we're trying to offer is more meetings, more ministers, more teaching, more teachers, more programs, but no fathers, no spiritually mature people that actually are there to impart to them. I want to say to you, wherever you are in the nation, if be a father. You know, be a dad, be a mom. Forget about titles, forget about positions, forget about how great you can preach or can't preach or think you can preach or whatever, you know, what kind of ministry you're going to have. Oh, for God's sake, please die to those things. For You know, please just put that stuff aside and begin to be a mom and a dad to those around you. It doesn't, you don't have to go through years and years. Uh, you don't have to be, you know, some super, that's what I'm saying. It's not about knowledge. It's about being a dad. It's about having the heart of the father. It, and that's what he goes on to say, because you know him who has existed from the beginning. You know him. The, that word means you're intimate 
with the Father from the beginning, who, he who was from the beginning, who's existed in all time. You know him. You've known Christ. You've seen, have, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. If you experienced me, Philip, you've experienced the Father. I'm going to show you the way into the family. That's what he was saying. I'm going to show you how to be a son in the family. I'm going to create a place for you in the family. That's why I've got to leave. I'm leaving to, to die and go and create a place for you as a son in the family, that you can become the one, a one that represents and reflects. You know, and so we need to understand is that we know him, get to know him. How do you father others? How do you become the spiritually mature? Because you know him, you know him. You get to know him. You spend time with the Father. You study the Father. You learn the Father. We're not talking about human fathers. We're not talking about biological fathers here. We're not talking about, you know, super spiritual fathers. We're just talking about people that know how to int be intimate with the Heavenly Father. Get to know the, the nature, the heart, the, the, the reflection of the Father and reflect that to others. It's like you become a moon. You know, you're not the sun. What you do is you let the sun shine on you and you become the reflection. You know, we, we can't worship the moon. The moon is just a rock with dust on it. The moon revolves around the, the earth just like, you know, like the earth. But it's a piece of rock. It's got nothing to it except that it's a great reflector. That rock reflects light and it lights up our night. When the moon is not around, it's dark, very dark. Ever been out when it's dark and really dark because there's no moon? But what about when the moon is out? It's bright. It's, you know, it can be, especially when you're in places in Africa and you've got no, you know, no uh, pollution. It's just amazing that you, you can walk out into the, into the bush and the moon is so bright. And that's how, what we've got to be as fathers, reflecting the father. We need. We need, and you need to make an effort to begin to develop that and acknowledge that, give room to that in the body of Christ, in the family of God, wherever you are. Please, let's make room for the nurturing fathers. Be a nurturing father. Before you anything else, before you're a prophet, an apostle, a bishop, a teacher, a pastor, whatever, whatever, please be a dad. Not because you can control people, manipulate people, can can you know suck them for their little pennies and, and dollars and rands and whatever else you've got you can get from them. Not because they can give you anything, just because you are a dad to them, giving them the heavenly father. The greatest gift you can give to your generation is the heavenly father. That's what Jesus came to give us. That's what he gave us, was the heavenly Father. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? Thank you for being with me. Until next time, this is Sean saying, God bless you.